Cura, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Hey everybody, welcome to Youth Zone on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. You're here with Ruth Croft, normally to be found on B-Side Stories, Tuesday evenings 5 to 6. But today it's my pleasure to be here on Youth Zone. And I've got two lovely young people in the studio, Ryan and Amy Bright. Welcome guys. Hello. Hi. It's great to have you here. Thanks for coming in. Hey Ryan, let's go to you first. I've been hearing from you that you're a real science nut and it's school holidays but you've been down at high school doing science. Tell me about why you've been doing that. Um, so yeah, I have been. Um, in year nine I approached my teacher who was my science teacher and I just told him, hey, I really like science. And so he's got me hooked up with all these science competitions and opportunities to help her out and because of that now I have been in the holidays almost all day every day helping out in science um, yeah. and there's one particular competition you've been working on uh, for a bit the IYNT, what's that? Oh yes, that's the International Young Naturalists Tournament and that's a you know, year under 16's tournament for science, where you got a team of six people and they all have three problems, like science problems, and they make presentations about that problem. They go to a country and they compete. And uh, last year I helped out with that competition for the New Zealand team. And this was the first time New Zealand has ever like competed in this competition and they came first. And so that was pretty cool. That's pretty fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. And you had a special title that you've you've got now. Yes, yeah, so they um called me a minion because I you know they asked I did, and um yeah so now they go oh yeah we need a minion, and I go okay cool here I am. And the uh, young international young naturalists have just finished competing in Russia this year. Now, tell me about how they did. Actually, they did really well. Um, this is a hard competition. It's a international one, so you've got teams from all over the world competing. And this year, they almost got into the finals, but they um, came third in the semi-finals because only the top two teams in the semi-finals go to the final. Right. So these are teams from all over the world, not just New Zealand. Correct. That's fantastic. Do you think that some of their success is due to your great minionship? I'd like to think so. <laughs> so tell me, Ryan, what does it take to be a great science minion? Well, I think what kind of helps is just being willing to not, you know, Put yourself first? Yeah. Um, you know, always say yes. Don't go, oh, that's a stink job, I don't want to do it. You know, so I've... give me an example of some of the jobs you've done in the past that were painstaking scientific research. Where do I start? Okay, so uh, last year I had one of the problems involved seeds and whether they kind of start to grow if you kind of release them into a lot of radiation. 
And um, so what I had to do was get the seeds that were testing ready for this. And so they were crest seeds, which are really small, like one millimetre long seeds, and I had to sort them into piles of 100. And there were lots. Like, there was the, in the packet, there was like 10,000 seeds. Hang on, so how big are these crest seeds? They're like one millimetre in length. You had to sort little tinsy wincy dots of seeds into groups of 100. Yeah, and I think I did 15 piles. Yeah, it took a long time, but because of that, we got lots of tests done that were needed to be done. Right, what were you testing? I know you can talk about this one because it was in the past. I have been told everybody that... Uh, there's another competition that's just about to take place in China and we cannot talk about those experiments because uh, the person involved, you know, they're top secret. Yeah, um, so basically what we're doing with these tests is getting the seeds and putting them into a microwave because that's how a microwave works. It shoots radio waves inside it and that kind of cooks anything inside it. And so we're seeing what effect this had on the seeds, and then after that, whether they would grow. And so we did that for varying lengths of time, and yeah. So that was really interesting. We saw that the longer they were in, less seeds germinated. But since our hypothesis was that the radiation had no effect, we then investigated heat, because thinking maybe it was the heating of the seeds that was killing them before they could grow. Not and, rather than the radiation? Yeah, Okay. because this kind of problem was stemmed with the kind of, oh, phones, they nuke your brain and they give you cancer. And you know, so we were like, here's a problem to do with that, let's see and try to disprove it. And so that's why we're doing the tests. And yeah, so when we did the heat tests, we saw that actually... If you overheated the seeds, then they wouldn't grow. As um, yeah. So are you saying that it was the heat rather than the radiation that stopped the seeds from germinating? Correct, yes. That is really fascinating. I'm really impressed. And Ryan, you've been, this these holidays you've been working on the IYPT, which is the International Young Physics Tournament. You've been minioning for somebody. Can you tell us a little bit about that uh, tournament? Uh, yeah, so this, this is more of a, like, Year 13 tournament. Uh, there's, you know, it's pretty big. Uh, this is the biggest tournaments you can do in science for high school, and then it goes into, like, university tournaments where you go to represent your university. So, you know, at this level, it's very big. You're, so what happens is there's multiple competitions to lead up to this final competition. And so what happened is um, the school, they make a team and they're given some problems that they pick and work on. They present that in a kind of regional competition where they see all the teams against other teams around New Zealand and they all compete, get scores... And then what happens is the those people, they go to the finals of that kind of competition, and then the best people 
like particular people, not the team, then those best five people get picked uh, from all of New Zealand and they go into a team that goes international to compete. And that's what happened a few months ago and I was there to watch it and it was pretty cool. There was like, these are some of the smartest New Zealand science minds in New Zealand and I got to watch them all do science. Fantastic. And you've been helping just one particular person, have you? Yes. So since then, three people from Wellington High School actually got in, which is really rare. There's only been two other schools, which are private schools, that have ever done that before. Because mm, there's only five in total, right, yeah. that go. And they're going to China, is it? Yes. So, yeah, um, basically the judges are told not or you know to try and not pick people from the same school and yet the three people that did it got through because they were among the best by far and so i think that was really cool you know everyone was really surprised and happy for that and um so one of the people i've been helping he's carried on working on one of his problems and oh i've done some tests so, um, I know you can't talk about those tests, but look, can we wish him luck, though, on the radio? Can we shout out, give a shout out to, tell us who he is, and let's give him a shout out of good luck? Of course. So a uh, shout out to Cy August. He's um, been doing science for a really long time now, and he's one of the kind of really cool science people that I know. And tell us the other two that are, that are in as well, and let's wish them luck as well. So there's also Zuni Priest and... Luke Roven, and they're both some of the smartest people I know. Um, you know, like some of them, I think they're like doing university courses and doing all this really cool stuff. So, yeah. Ryan, let's uh, wish Sai, Zuni, and Luke all the very best for their wonderful competition. Hope they enjoy it. Hey everybody, welcome back to Youth Zone on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. You're with Ruth Croft. And in the studio today I have Ryan Bright and his sister Amy Bright. We've been having a wonderful talk about things that uh, they've been up to in the holidays while we've been talking to Ryan about science. Amy, hey, it's great to talk to you finally. Hi. Amy, tell me a bit about what you've been up to these holidays. I've been doing... Basically nothing. I've been watching things on TV and drawing stuff. Now I hear it from a good source that you are a fantastic wee artist. I guess. And I've seen some of your drawings. They're magnificent. Uh, can you tell me a bit about how long you've been doing art for? Well, apparently I've been doing it since I was little because I don't really remember when I was little. So... From when I was little. Mm -hmm. And so is, is, is drawing something you do pretty much every day? Yes, sometimes I just can't be bothered because I don't feel inspired, but when I feel like drawing something, I will. And what kind of things inspire you? Well, if I've recently watched like a movie or something and I really liked it and I just start thinking about a drawing around the idea of it or something that can inspire me or just seeing things. So some of the drawings I've seen of yours, they're, they're beautifully detailed images of people. 
with and they're filled with so much character and emotion and movement just a few lines of a pencil and your pictures come alive one particularly stuck with me one that was called after the bomb do you remember that one yeah can you tell me about that drawing well it's got people dying in it i i noticed that <laughs> yeah um i don't know why i drew it it just I felt like drawing a really upset person. Now I'm like, oh, this is fun. So I drew more upset people. And then I thought, you know what? There's going to be tons of dead people as well. What I noticed in it, though, there were also people who were obviously searching for lost loved ones or who had just found their lost loved ones. And there was one image of a, I think it was a mum, and she had a thought bubble and in the thought bubble was a face of the person she was looking for. And I thought that was really incredible. As a mum, that made me feel really emotional. Where do you come up with these ideas? Well, I actually did that just because of my laziness. Um, I would have written like a name, but then I was like, oh, but then the people looking at this won't know who the person is and then I would have had to have written a label of the person that they're looking for if the person was there and then it just got all annoying so I just decided to draw the face of the person. I thought that was just brilliant and and there was another picture you did of a um, like a teenage boy and there was a group of girls around him and I think one of them had just kissed him or something I I can't quite remember but tell me about that drawing well it was based off of a drama that actually happened at my school in um, a friend group it was where one of the people um, had told one of the other friends that they liked someone and then they went and told that person and then all the other girls in, um, in my friend group just started going all like ooh and it was all awkward Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> That's a word I believe, uh, you know, teenagers use a lot. Awkward. I guess. <laughs> oh, so some of your drawings are inspired by real life, and I can tell that from looking at them. Mm. Um, Amy, you have a Instagram account for your art, don't you? Can you tell us about that? Well, um, I have an Instagram account that I just post my art pictures that I like on it and then have do you have followers I have like 23 23 followers that's amazing what tell us what is your Instagram account for those people that would love to go and have a look at some of your art and maybe follow you what what is the how do they find your Instagram oh, account um, well you go on Instagram and then you just look up art dot stuff 1022 art dot stuff 1022 and you will find Amy Bright's uh, art Instagram account and you can look at some of her art which I can assure you is really amazing and beautiful. Hey Amy one last thing before we wind up the show for today you were telling me about uh, some big dreams you've you've decided on these holidays what's this big plan you've now hatched? Well I'm I'm planning on I sort of have two options, either going to London or New York for a couple of weeks or just staying there for a year when I'm like older, like You're currently 20. how old? I'm, I'm 12. So you're, you're thinking when you finish high school, you want to go and live in either London or New York for a length of time? Yeah. And what do you think you might do over there? 
see the sights, make friends, get a job, maybe look at universities. Or maybe study either drama or art. Yeah. Listen, I think that would be amazing, and I think you're so brave at 12 to be planning that, because I know you were telling me about how you need to start saving now and planning for it. You're yeah. hoping that maybe one of your good friends will go with you, right? I hope so. Who, who is your friend that you want to say a big hi to? Connie Chang. Hey, Connie Chang, I hope you're listening. So Amy's really hoping you'll go overseas with her. Yeah. So Amy, I'm really impressed. That's a great plan to have at 12. Guys, thank you so much for coming into the studio today. It's been a pleasure having you. I wish you all the best for these big plans that you have. Everybody, you've been listening to Wellington Access Radio Youth Zone on 106.1 FM. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks, New Zealand On Air, for funding the Access Internet Radio Project.